0: Welcome to the finale of A Black Woman Did That. I am your host, Brianna Blackwell. Previously, we discussed the battles that Fannie Lou Hamer faced when attempting to register to vote. She went on to pave the way for voting rights in the South, and also continued her work in other areas of civil rights. Her statement, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired, was simple, yet it boldly let the world know that change was necessary hattie mcdaniel was a black woman who had a spotlight shining on her yet it was not as bright as her white counterparts in the entertainment industry but still she showed black girls that we too could be seen and heard rebecca lee crumpler's contributions were groundbreaking for medicine and despite the racism and sexism she suffered she was determined to follow her dream of helping her community Today, we will conclude the series with Zelda Wynne Valdez, the black woman who designed the iconic Playboy Bunny costumes, and the first black woman to have a store on Broadway. Zelda Wynne Valdez was born Zelda Christian Barber in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, on June 28, 1905. She was the oldest of seven children. Her love for sewing came about after watching her grandmother's seamstress make clothing. She soon was ready to bring up the idea that she could also make a dress for her grandmother. In a 1994 interview with the New York Times, Valdez recalled her grandmother saying, daughter, you can't sew for me. I'm too tall and too big. Well, Zelda when Valdez ended up creating the perfect dress for her grandmother. After graduating high school in 1923, Valdez and her family moved to White Plains, New York. In her late teens, she started working for her uncle's tailoring shop. Sometime later, she started working for a high-end boutique as a stock girl. She worked her way up to become the first black sales clerk and tailor. She continued working for the boutique throughout the 1930s and the 1940s, but in 1935, she started her own dressmaking business. By 1948, Zelda Winvaldez Valdez had opened a brick-and-mortar boutique location. Her design and dressmaking studio, Chez Zelda, opened on Broadway in Manhattan, New York. Chez Zelda would be the first Black-owned business on Broadway. Her sister, Mary Barber, worked as an assistant. There were also nine other dressmakers to help Zelda Winvaldez Valdez with her designs and dressmaking. This soon brought much attention from some of the most elite black stars in Hollywood. In 1949, Valdez was elected president of the New York chapter of the National Association of Fashion and Accessory Designers, an organization of black designers that was founded by educator and political activist, Mary McLeod Bethune. She also taught in a sewing program geared to help school-aged children. Ches Zelda's signature designs included body-hugging evening gowns. The goal was to show that women could have curves and still be beautiful and sexy. The style was often described as soft and sophisticated, and it was reported that a gown by Chez Zelda would cost about $1,000. This was in the 1950s, so in today's money that cost would be $11,000. In the early 50s, she moved Ches Zelda to the Midtown area of Manhattan. Zelda and Valdez created dresses for many stars, including Ella Fitzgerald, Dorothy Dandridge, Gladys Knight, Ertha Kitt, Mae West, and Josephine Baker, to name a few. She is responsible for helping form the signature sexy image of musician Joyce Bryant. Eventually, Joyce Bryant was coined the Black Marilyn Monroe by Life magazine, as well as a bronze-blonde bombshell. Valdez created the signature look that featured white embroidery on a strapless pale pink gown, flowing with pink chiffon and creating a mermaid effect. It was said that Joyce Bryant wasn't even able to sit down while wearing the dress, but she did not complain because it was all in creating the bold statement. Valdez also designed the infamous wedding gown for Maria Ellington, the bride of Nat King Cole. It was an elegant ice blue satin gown that was valued at $700 during that time. It drew a lot of attention because because it was not the traditional white wedding gown. Here's a fun fact. Though Zelda Wynn Valdez made dresses for Ella Fitzgerald for 12 years, she was only ever able to measure her once because Ella Fitzgerald was extremely busy. In an interview, Valdez recalled the experience. I would study photos of her. And guess her increasing size, she said. She always said they fit, and she'd order more, always three at a time. I never had more than three to four days to finish the gowns. I am pleased to say that I never missed a delivery. It was in 1958 when Zelda Wynne Valdez caught the attention of Playboy founder Hugh Hefner. She came highly recommended by the magazine's promotion director, Victor Lowndes. Hefner wanted to create a uniform that would serve as a staple for his brand. The original design was a little different than the design we know today, as at that time it featured taller ears, the bow tie, collar, and cuffs. The costume would not appear until two years later in Playboy's Penthouse Magazine. And the official debut was on February 29, 1960, at the opening of the first Playboy Club in Chicago. The Playboy Bunny costume was the first commercial uniform to officially be registered by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. And as, of, as we see today, the costume is still a popular choice during Halloween. In the 1970s, Arthur Mitchell founded the Dance Theater of Harlem. The Dance Theater of Harlem was one of the first professional dance theaters for Black dancers. He wanted his good friend, Zelda Win Valdez, to design the dancers' costumes. Traditionally, dancers used pink tights during dancing, but Valdez replaced those with tights dyed in various shades of brown to match the dancers' melanin to look flawless and more natural on stage. Throughout the years, she made costumes for over 80 productions. In 1988, at 83 years old, Zelda Win Valdez retired from the fashion industry and she closed her boutique. She passed away in 2001 at the age of 96. Unfortunately, I was not able to find much information as to whether she was married or if she had children, and I'm also not sure where or when her last name changed to Valdez. Zelda Win Valdez was a pillar in the fashion industry. She worked with some of the who's who of Hollywood, and her stunning designs turned many heads. In a 1994 interview with the New York Times, she described her journey and stated, I just had a God-given talent for making people beautiful. Thank you all so much for listening to A Black Woman Did That. I also want to thank the people who reached out on Twitter and Instagram and provided wonderful feedback on the show. Creating this series was an amazing experience, and it allowed me to learn about great women who were examples of strength, resilience, hard work, and dedication. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GD Hustlers and on Instagram at Gold Diggin Hustlers. I will also include the social media links as well as the sources used for this episode in the episode notes. Now, during the month of April, we will be taking a little break, but we'll be back with a brand new episode on May 6th. Talk to you all soon. Bye.